Welcome back to Podcast 51. I'm Tom DeLore. I'm Amir Bankston. And uh, it's been a minute since we recorded. It has not been a minute at all. We were here last week and the week before that and the week before that. We definitely didn't record a big block. Nope. Um, a lot has happened since we actually did record, though. Yeah, you know. The world has fallen apart. Stay out of forces. The government has shut down. Whoa. And then reopened again. Yeah. All in the span. That's a great thing. When this last episode was released. Yeah. And uh, we didn't talk about last week when you listened because, you know, there was so much going on. But I think it shut down after. And then Not I- that. I just want to say, stay out of the Japanese suicide force unless you're going in there for something good. <laughs> and even then, just stay on the trail. Don't drift off the trail. Don't pull a Logan Paul. There's a trail for a reason. Yeah, and uh, sponsor me, Aldi. <laughs> is something that can happen. That's a weird flow. This is something that can happen, Aldi. Me and you, I got a citrus twist right next to me just for you. We're sharing that. No, we are not. <laughs> you know what? We're going to do it. We're going to do it. I actually don't want to. I don't Woo! share tricks. <laughs> <sighs> so much citrus. All right. So the, this, and a twist. Here's a warning about the podcast. Uh, we like to talk about stuff. Doesn't mean we like to give them validity. Some of the stuff's... Off the wall and a little bit, I guess, edgy. Um, this week we're going to be talking about stuff. Are you okay over there? You're having a very visceral reaction to that citrus twist. <laughs> that one didn't go out. That went down kind of tough. <laughs> well, this this week um, we're talking about some stuff that's evolved. It uh, has some violence in it. We'll um, kind of skip over some of the details that aren't necessary to it. But this week we're talking about uh, kind of cursed movies. Mm-hmm. You know, you've heard of the movies... Um, they have, you know, the bad stuff happen on set, those legends, yes. and everybody knows Poltergeist. Something spooky happens. And because people know these and maybe don't know all the details, we're going to talk about three in particular. The first being, like I said, Poltergeist. The second being The Exorcist. Ooh. And the third being The Omen. And these all kind of came out around the same-ish time, 70s, 80s. I think Poltergeist was 1982. I can look it up. And the other ones were in the 70s. I feel like it was the 80s just because of that cover, though, for that picture. For The Exorcist? No, for Poltergeist. That, I know that one was the 80s because I was in my research I saw. I just I didn't I didn't think it was super relevant. Did you know there's not an I in Poltergeist? Yes, there is. It's not Poltergeist. Oh, it's at the... I put it... Oh, forget it. <laughs> it came out in June 4th, 1982. I said it, 1982. Yep. All right, so let's talk about the Poltergeist. So there were there's four deaths in real life among the films. That's Dominique Dunn, Heather O'Rourke, Will Sampson, and Julian Beck. And two of these deaths were considered to be expected, um, and I'll get into what that means later, and two of them very much weren't. And so the two that were not expected are, he- or, uh, excuse me, are Dominique Dunn, and she was killed by her abusive ex-boyfriend. And we're going to, like I said, we're going to skip over the details of that. And that was only a month after the first film was released. Um, and then her ex went on to only, he was only convicted of voluntary manslaughter and served only six and a half years. Which wow. is incredibly. That is incredibly light. Yeah. <laughs> that is actually really light. Uh, yeah, it's kind of, people think this kind of plays into the curse that, First, she's murdered, and then that this her murderer only gets gets off with such a, a light sentence. Yeah, but yeah, that's kind of that's pretty crazy. That yeah. is actually insane. Like just six years. Yeah. So wow. he's out now. Yeah, he's he's out. Just ch- hey, stay away from. 
and then Heather O'Rourke. And so I don't remember who Dominique Dunn played, um, but Heather O'Rourke was played, a little girl. Was the little girl. Yeah. Um, and she died after what was thought to just be the flu, and that took a really dangerous turn, and she went into cardiac arrest. And it's, that's a really sad story. But it's, it's, that, I think she filmed all three movies, um, and then she passed shortly after the third one. Um, yeah, it says right here. Heather O'Rourke did appear in all three films, but died before the re- she died before the release of the third one. And many people that kind of buy into this legend and these theories think that she actually died on set, and then they used a double during the filming of the third one. That's that's not true. It's yeah. Yeah, sadly, that would probably. I mean, a lot of people think that people died on set of these movies, and that's yeah. People do die on movie sets. It's just not like in a haunted way. It's more of in like. Stunt accidents gone wrong. Yeah, that kind plane of thing. crash. What? Plane crash. Crane crash? No. It was a self burn. Yeah, it was a self burn. <laughs> it's not good if you burn yourself. Uh, the other two deaths were Julian Beck, and he was sixty, and he lost a year and a half battle with stomach cancer. So that oh, okay. that's what he means yeah. by expected. They knew yeah. that one was coming. And then Will Sampson, uh, he was fifty three, but he had a lot of different things uh, going wrong with him, a lot of maladies, and he actually succumbed to these uh, maladies after ongoing a low-chance operation. So he uh. ultimately did not survive, but it was it was a low chance of success. So that's what they mean by expected. So those two deaths are, you know, part of the legend in a way, but they weren't not in such a way that Dominique Dunn and Heather O'Rourke were because those were so unexpected. Yeah. Um, and then even though it was long after the fact, uh, Lou Perryman was killed by an axe murderer in 2009. What? Which seems like something out of a horror movie itself, an axe murder, but it's true. Which, how? First off, I need. I'm gonna do some research in that because it's uh, it's only counts if he didn't suspect it. If he suspected to be, if the guy showed him the axe and you couldn't get away with a guy with the axe, that's I on you, man. I don't know the details of. I tried to avoid it so that way we wouldn't would be avoiding a lot of the trouble we could face. Yeah. But well, but I think it was like an escaped. It might have just been a psycho guy that was running around for, or it might have been someone that was escaped from a mental institution. I'm not positive. Well, but it was definitely not like his friend. Like, hey, check out this axe. <laughs> like the guy from that Power Rangers. What? The Power Rangers Wild Force, I think. What was that? Jungle Force. <laughs> the Jungle Force. <laughs> it was. Well, I actually liked it. You know, a little Lion Ranger. You know. All right, out Grant here. and Amir are disagreeing on this one. He was really good. He's a little lion, uh, but it was the Lion Ranger one. He he killed his friend with a sword. Oh my! Because Power Rangers? That's no, yeah, like he, oh, in real life. In oh, real yeah, life, okay, no, yeah. in real life, okay, he I killed his friend mean. with a sword. I thought you were talking about in the show. I was like, yeah. wow, they showed that to kids. No, they did not show him kill his friend with a sword. No, they just got yeah, to some I, argument or something. Like, I, I, it slashed. was like in his his dorm room or yeah. something. Something really yeah, weird. Yeah, which was like, wow, dude. And then I think he didn't he didn't get convicted, or if he did, he also got a very light sentence. Yeah, but it was self defense because he got killed like by a sword, which is really weird. Death by sword is the is a, a way right yeah. there. Uh, and then aside from those deaths, so, so Lou Perryman, ex murder. That was two thousand nine, though. So that's you know. 30 years or so um, after the uh, release of the first film. Um, aside from those deaths, other weird things did happen. Richard Lawson was one of only 24 survivors, which is about half. It was a small plane. Uh, 24 survivors of the crash of U.S. Air's Flight 405. I wow. Th- I think he said, I think it said there was um, 52, 51 people on board. 
Um, so not very. So it was a, it was a it was a big. That's big half. Deal. That's, that's actually exactly. half. That's a fit, that's not very good though. It's not good, but like it could have been like, no one. Like that's, you know, that's true, on the bright side for him at least, not for everyone else, but for him. But one of the big things that everybody knows that's part of this poltergeist legend. Do you know? Do you know what it is? Is it that they like built it on something to do with like Indians? Uh, no. You're, okay. I thought you were going the right direction for a second. Oh, Native Americans, Native Americans. No, um, something. They, uh, you've never, you've heard the legend that they used real bodies and oh, skeletons. Yeah, like uh, the Pirates of the Caribbean ride. Did they use real skeletons in that ride? Yeah, Dang. they I switched it. Okay. There's they people still believe there's one thing left, like there's a skull that's still in the ride. But everything else got switched because hmm. they were like, you know, Walt Disney was like, I'm really into the realism. I guess. And then he died, and they were like, nah, this ain't right, dude. You talking about the ride in Disney Land? Land? Is that the one in Florida? No, no World. Disney World is in Florida. Yeah, no. It might be in Disney World. I don't know. Never rode it. I do. I, I did. Did you go to Orlando? I did. Okay, then it's in Orlando. Um, But anyways, the, you've heard that, that they yeah. use real skeletons. And so that's actually real. They use real skeletons in the first Poltergeist movie. When Joe Beth Williams falls into a pool that's like filling up with all these bodies, because in the movie they built their house, their house was built on what used to be a cemetery, and they they learned that they just moved all the headstones, they didn't actually move the bodies. So all these bodies start coming up from the ground, and like they use real skeletons. You might be thinking, why did they do that? Why would you think they did that? Because he wants that Walt Disney realism. It's actually because real skeletons are cheaper than making fake rubber skeletons. Which oh. I thought was pretty crazy. You can buy a human skeleton for less money than you can make a fake one. <laughs> Making it on that That cheap. seems kind of disrespectful. I mean, it is. Cause also, where know. do you buy human skeletons from? Probably online. Oh, they didn't have online back then. Probably in the Mail back of someone. Catalog. Yes, on the back of someone's truck or something. He just fell off. You oh, know? my gosh. He fell off the back. But on the bright side for that skeleton, he got a cameo in a big movie. Do you think he got a credit? No, he did not. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, so then I also talked about Will Sampson, who was one of the people that passed away, but it was more of an expected one. And so uh, he actually performed a real exorcism on the set of the second film, the one that he was a part of. Um, and he went in after hours and kind of exorcised the bad spirits, the demons, whatever you want to believe um, on the set. And then the cast afterwards remarked that they felt a great sense of relief after he did that. Was he a... You know, preacher or a priest? No, he was, I don't know if this is offensive or culturally insensitive or ignorant, but he was Native American, and I feel like oh, all right. there's at least a stereotype. That's kind of messed up. That they, they're, they're very collected, connected with that kind of like yeah. thing. If this is really offensive, I apologize. This is... <laughs> <It's> just... <laughs> I just... <laughs> I wonder if they told him to do it because they're like no, I think he you got to know he something. He went about in alone it. after the set, after they were done filming for the um, for the day. Um, it's at least a stereotype. Hey, so he I, did it though. So good if on I'm him. Very wrong. Then please educate me. So <laughs> on Twitter at Tom, the real odd at Tom. I have at Tom <laughs> at MySpace Tom. No, at the real odd Thomas. I think. Well, there's Edu- no the, but yeah, whatever. The real Wayne Thomas. at Podcast 51. Yep. That's our Twitter. Because I don't have a Twitter at all. Nope. Nope. 
Don't go on it. He posts very naughty things. I do not. <laughs> you can, I have a Facebook. No. My, well, yeah, my Facebook. You can, you can send something to me on Facebook on my discussion wall. Oh, my God. So do you have any thoughts about the Poltergeist? Uh, the legend? A whole lot. First off, okay. wild with the whole you get killed by an axe murderer. I just think, I mean, it's not it's not cool, but like. It's, yeah, that seems it, something like out of like. Yeah. A Friday the 13th movie. Or the Mike Myers movie, I Married an Axe Murderer. Yeah. Yeah. When you said Mike Myers, I was like, no, it's Michael. But then you went that direction, and I yep. was like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> My quotes. Do you think it's a good way to go? Like, dying by an axe murderer? Is that, like, a good way to go out? I talked about the thing. This, this is going to get morbid, but I always say that if I got to choose the way that I died, I don't want to be decapitated by a sword. All right, so Tom. And went here's to why, work. though. Let me explain. Oh, okay, it. he's going to explain. That's probably a really unpleasant way to go out, but everyone's going to be like, "He was decapitated by a sword." Like, what year is it? Uh yeah. And everyone's going to talk about that. All right. So weirdly enough, I actually just talked about this today <laughs> with somebody, <laughs> one of my friends, and we went through like a whole list. Uh, I would want to go out fighting a bear with three knives. You have three knives. Yep, I have three knives. How you hold all three knives? One in both, one in both hands, and one in my mouth. Is that one in your mouth doing anything? No, <laughs> but just me one on one. Like but no one like near me. Like no one. It's just a forest. So you know you're gonna die. Like or I know wanna... I'm gonna die. I want to go out with the bear though. Like Leo. <laughs> yes, like Except me and the die. bear are gonna do it. Like we're gonna like, we're gonna go for this. One-on-one. I mean, so this guy, Lou Perryman, who died by an axe murderer, he was in the movie business. I think he, as he was dying, he was like, this is going to make a great story. Or I hope not. <laughs> like one, like me, one-on-one with the bear, I hope some Because, like, think about that. They Somebody walks on, like, maybe years in the future where someone has their dog out, and they just see me laying with two knives in my hand and the bear laying next to me. Kind of reminds me of the Ooh. end of, uh, what was that what Was that movie, The Gray? Or into the gray, what, yeah, the gray with Liam Neeson, person the wolf. So he had broken bottles of many, many bodies yeah, of liquor. I'm not like Liam Neeson though. He survived. He did, but no, he. The movie ends there. No, the movie ends and he's breathing. Oh, so, okay. I mean, well, he at least lived the attack. He lived the attack. I don't Can't want for to. that that sequel. Or I want to live <laughs> the attack, but then like at the end, I just look up at the sky, like at the stars. And then somehow I'm carrying a pack of cigarettes. I don't smoke cigs. Marlboro Reds, that's the cool Ma- one. Yep. <laughs> and then I just pull them out, and somehow I take, you know, I, there's a fire lit next to me for some reason. Play between your teeth. Yep, and so I light a it's smoke. It's a metaphor. And I go like, this is a, this is a great day to die, die hard. Hey, maybe it'd be good if you didn't stumble over your words. Well, <laughs> you'd be in pain look who's gonna be there just you just me and, and the bear like, dude you're like i wish someone was filming this and then i put the bear i put a smoke in the bear's mouth too and light it <laughs> and i look at the bear and i say it's a good day to die hard okay Bruce real Willis. hard you do yippee kaye during yep. your fight too yeah you know it dude <laughs> that's how it goes not so bad that is not so bad at all that's a way that's how you make it that's how legends are born right there that is how legends are born i would tell my kids that I would also have kids so they can live on to tell the tale. All right. Any other thoughts about the Poltergeist? No, I've never seen it. Good film. You've never seen it, but it's a good film? Yep. Just to be clear, this is the 1982 version, not the version with Sam Rockwell. I know that. Because that movie is not good. Never seen that either. Sorry, Sam. I like you a lot. 
My mom saw that. My mom tried to make me see that movie. It's not good. I refused. I saw Medea Boo too, though. I mean, where can you go after you're an Iron Man 2? Straight into Poltergeist remake. That was mm-hmm. just as bad. Yep. And SNL hosting, but yeah. Yeah, you hear he dropped the F-bomb? This is he did, actually. This is off topic. Anyways, so the next film we're going to talk about is The Exorcist. And so why do people believe this movie is cursed? Uh, it's actually based on a novel, um, which is based on true events about the exorcism of a boy named Roland Doe, which is a pseudonym to protect his identity. <laughs> Roland Doe. Wow, I didn't even really thought about that. <laughs> oh! That's kind of interesting. They I wonder tried. if he got any proceeds from the novel mm-hmm. or the movie. Um, but he actually went on to like work at NASA, apparently. That's what I read in the article I was reading about this. So that's I guess he has successfully exercised and he lived a productive life. Oh, Rolando. Um, but other that's just kind of where it starts. It's based on a true story. And, you know, a lot of movies say they're based on a true story. But, but they're this not. one maybe has more validity, maybe. Um so shooting was delayed after the set um, that was used for the McNeil home was caught on fire. Um, or was set on fire, I guess. Or, oh, set or caught on, on fire. fear? It was set on fear. Yeah, set on That's fire. The, uh, what pronunciation is that? Dutch? Yep. So they set it on fire. It, I don't know. It caught on fire. It, it was just on caught. fire. And, and if the fire wasn't bad enough... Um, the only room left unharmed was Reagan's room, and that's the girl that was possessed. If you haven't seen the film, nope. So she plays the demon, and she—it's her room, and yeah, it's the only room out of all the rooms. Yeah, which actually, now that I think about it, when I was reading about this, they said that they kept that her room thirty or forty degrees below zero. They had multiple air conditioners running constantly, um, so that way they could have like a creepy like um, chill. Uh, yeah, they'd be like frost on everything. Yeah. They'd be, um, um, you know, when you breathe and you're, you can see your breath. They wanted that whole thing. So I wonder if maybe, I don't know when that came into play, but I wonder if that had some role in it. Yeah. I wouldn't want to act in that, but yeah. It might have. Actually, if you think about it, it probably did. Because, you know. What? The temp being like so cold, it might have stopped it from getting like burned up. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it was damp from that all the perspiration and stuff that yep. it caused by that. So who knows? Um, also, Ellen Burstyn was injured on set, and so she plays Reagan's mother. And then there's a scene where possessed Reagan flings her to the ground, and she's actually really injured in this scene. And she lets out a, a actual scream of pain, and this is included in the final cut of the film. And she actually says that she still is bothered by this injury to this day. It was some. Um, I think it was her coccyx. Um, she fell on some equipment or something like that and damaged her coccyx, and so she's still bothered by that to this day. Also, like the guys, there are suspicious deaths um, in relation to this film. So actors uh, Jack McGowan and Vasiliki Maliaros, which I probably destroyed that pronunciation. You definitely did. Um, who, their characters in the film died, and they also died in real life while the film was in post-production. Um, which is kind of foreboding. Uh, Linda Blair, who plays um, Reagan, uh, her grandfather and Max von C- uh, Sido's brother, they both died on the first day of Max's filming. Cedo. Cedo? Cedow. Cedow? You know mm-hmm. that for a fact? Yeah, he was in Star Wars. Who is he in Star Wars? Um, Who was he in Star Wars? He was... 
Oh, he was in The Force Awakens. Oh, who is he in that? Santeca. I don't know who that is. Show me the a picture. old guy from the start of the movie. No. You know at the start where they crashed the planet? Yeah. yeah. That's him? That's him. Interesting. Yep. But yeah, they both died on the first day of Max's filming. Um, and this isn't a death, but Jason Miller was severely injured after being hit by a motorcycle during filming. Um, and Mercedes came- McCambridge, this is more recent. This is like in the 2000s. I'm not sure the exact date. So this is like 20, 30 years la- or 25, 30 years later, maybe more. Um, she, her son actually killed his family and then committed suicide. Which not isn't necessarily connected to this curse or anything, but it's uh, something that kind of plays into it. What is so go- much of the axe murderer thing? First off, how did he? First off, guy gets hit by a motorcycle. What's up with all these wacky deaths? Well, he <laughs> like, didn't die. He lived. I know, but like these are some wacky ways to like. Like, who would have thought getting hit by a motorcycle? Unless it was full speed. I don't know. He was. If, I don't know that he was severely injured. It said so. I'd imagine. Well, I mean, motorcycles are heavy, so he couldn't. They are. Who knows? I feel like if it was full speed, he might not survive that one. He might. Yeah, it probably just landed on him or something like that, and he was like, ah. I don't know. And then the other guy, I mean, Lisey's. Oh, I was gonna say Lisey's in jail, but. Well, he's. Yeah. yeah. He well, he, to be fair, he was only a, a son of someone that was actually in the film. Yeah, he wasn't no one there. important. Um, also, people believe there are secret messages, kind of, um, with this film where there's a secret motive because many believe that the playing of the film through a projector uh, was an invitation to demons to possess them. And so kind of playing into that, the film faced a wide ban during its release, and it wasn't even available in the, in the U.K. until 1999. The U.K. is so weird when it comes to movies. You think so? Like, same thing with... Uh there was just this movie company. I mean, there was just this movie or this country. I think it was like, it's like, it's not India. It's somewhere like in the Middle East or something like that. India's, India's not, it's not in the Middle East. I know. I just was going to say that. I'm sorry. <laughs> Teach me. But uh, <laughs> yeah, no. And they just like, they just unbanned like American movies. And the first movie that they allowed the people to see was the Emoji movie. Oh, so they quickly so banned them strong. again. No, they quickly banned them again. <laughs> no. Yeah, no. No, yeah, no, they're starting strong. Shout out to the Emoji movie. It was really good. Okay, and so any other thoughts about The Exorcist? Uh, I've never seen that also. Do you not like horror movies? It's not that I don't like horror movies. It's just I've never, like, just like, said one day, oh, let me watch The Exorcist. Well, I don't own The Poltergeist, but I do own The Exorcist, so... Movie night. I don't know how. I, I mean, I might. I mean, I don't care. It's the, it's the Exorcist, I guess. It's classic. Then you can just say you've seen it. And then I can say it's usually how it is. I'll just see a movie. like It'll be like 10 years later. and be like, it's a classic. And I'll be like, just say I saw it. I've seen it. Like, there it's a go. Godfather movie. I just I saw the first one just so I could be like a part of the conversation when people have conversations. Fair enough. So, like, next time when, like, uh, you never know. You might, like, somehow bring up the Exorcist again. I can be like. Yeah, that one scene. Or the g- <laughs> I've seen scary movie though, so I that know the does gist. Does not count. I know the gist of it. All right, so let's move on to the Omen, which I think might have the. I mean, the skeletons thing is like really memorable. Um, but uh, the Omen curse. Um, so for starters, the film was released on June sixth, nineteen seventy six, which is six six, and then you take the last number of nineteen seventy six, six six six. 
which is already starting off strong uh, for curses. And the special effects consultant John Richardson was in a car accident with his girlfriend, and she was decapitated. Holy crap! Um, and this is this I included that detail because it mirrors a gruesome scene from the film itself. And the crash itself also happened on Friday the Thirteenth. Oh come on! This is like whoa. And there's there's even more. So Richardson also says that upon waking up after the accident, the first thing he saw was a sign that said Omen 666, <laughs> which stood for Omen or Amen Netherlands at kilometer marker 666. Which, why do they have a kilometer marker there? That seems uh, like yeah, a bad juju. Yeah, I don't know, yeah. Um, so, yeah, that was just like a lot of weird stuff all in one. Um, then also, shortly after Gregory Peck accepted his role in the film, his son committed suicide. <laughs> And to add insult to injury, while he was flying across the Atlantic to film, his plane was struck by lightning and the engine caught fire. Are you... What? Yeah. How do you get struck? Hold on. There's more to this uh, plane thing. Three days after Peck's incident, the screenwriter David Seltzer, his plane was struck by lightning over the Atlantic, and so was executive producer Mace Neufeld's. Three separate planes? Yep. I'm not flying All across the, plane the no Atlantic. More. There is no way I would be in a plane after that. So Mace Newfield's bad luck didn't stop there, though. The Hilton that he was staying at during filming was bound by the Irish Republican Army. Are you kidding? <laughs> this just sounds like a series of unfortunate wait, events for him. This is like, yeah, so he's struck by lightning. His, or his, his plane is struck by lightning. <laughs> hotel bombed. He wasn't there at the time. Oh, okay, okay. But it was still the hotel that he had booked at that time. Okay. He was just away. Looking up, it's coming up Millhouse for him. But that was not the only time that the Irish Republican Army coincidentally attached itself to the Omen Curse. <laughs> they also bombed a restaurant that many crew members had a reservation at. And at the time of the bombing, the crew was actually on their way to the restaurant and missed it by mere minutes. It's coming up Millhouse, dude. It's starting to get a little better. Like, it went from, like, getting planes destroyed to, you know, we're a, little, we're a little, you know. Maybe there's a real message here. Shout Someone's out to the to guy. You. Shout out to the guy or girl who, like, low-key took extra time. He's and, like, listen, guys, put on your seatbelts. We're going the speed limit. And then, you know, the last thing they, you know, they, they're their own. T- Imagine driving up to that, though. Like, you pull up and the yeah. restaurant's gone. you just like, well, good thing we didn't show up on time, you know? Can you imagine? Yeah. Yeah. But wait. So we talked about the planes that got struck by lightning. They actually, uh, while they were filming, they rented a plane for some aerial shots. Um, but before they got their rental plane, the company... Uh, made a switch at the last minute. Um, the plane that they would have used crashed and resulted in multiple deaths. I just wouldn't even get on a plane ever again. After <laughs> it gets struck by lightning, I'm never getting on a plane again. I wouldn't even get to a boat because the boat's going to get struck by lightning. And there's never a vehicle walk everywhere? No, nope, I'm just walking. <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be the new forest, dude. I'll be running every single spot I go to. <laughs> You're going to get real fit real fast. You're really fast, dude. I'll be running everywhere. And uh, also, this is less about vehicles and that kind of thing, but the Rottweilers used in a... I've never seen this, so I can't actually make a comment. The Rottweilers used in the film as possessed dogs disobeyed their trainer and viciously attacked a stuntman who survived but uh, because of the padding that he wore. Um, and the day after the crew, this is separate, the day after the crew filmed at Longley or Longliat Safari Park, a zookeeper was killed 
Um, and this wow. is connected because they they were working on a scene that was that was going to be in the film. It ended up not being, I, I believe, where they used these lions and big cats to stare menacingly at um, the, the possessed kid. And so the big cat wrangler who had worked on that scene uh, was then killed by one of the uh, tigers, I believe. I know. Exactly. I would have stopped. Grant knows, man. Grant, I would have stopped this movie. I would have been like, we just aren't meant to make this. <laughs> we are not meant to make this movie. It's, it's not even prevail. worth it. Like, it's always interesting that I feel like a lot of this stuff happens on the set of horror movies, too. It's never like, this it, happened on the set of Sleepless in Seattle. Like, all these horrible things. It's like very opposite tonally. All right. Pulling out Sleepless in Seattle. Because it's like, that's like a... As a rom-com, it's like it never for that kind of stuff. It's always for like horror movies where you're like something's wrong. I mean, yeah, no, it just doesn't make no sense because like after like maybe two incidents, I'm gonna be like, let's just stop making this movie. And they clearly they spent a lot of money, but like you could have you could have stopped. Like, let me see who directed The Omen. Because if it's someone of importance, I'm gonna be like, man, what are you doing? And the funny thing about The Exorcist, um, going back to that, while you look up this stuff, is that if it were adjusted for inflation, it would be the highest grossing R-rated film of all time. And also, I think it's also, it was, nom- I don't know if it was nominated for an Oscar, but it might have been, or several. Um, so it was like a really huge film, despite everything that happened. And The Poltergeist is still a legendary film, um, and so is the Omen, and I think maybe part of that is the stuff that happened to them, Wait, but also because on. they're really classic good horror movies. Hold on, the director of this was Richard Donner. Rich, something's going on because if you think about it, if you draw a connection, he directed Superman. Christopher Reeves got kicked in the face by a horse and paralyzed for the rest of his life. Man, I kicked fell off face. a horse. He fell, it sounds cooler getting kicked in the face though. So like, <laughs> I almost talked about Superman, but I thought it'd be so different from the other ones that I had. But like, yeah, the Superman movies are considered to be another cursed franchise. I didn't do a whole bunch of research into it, but yeah, Christopher Reeves um, ended up passing. He got his whole injury from falling off that horse, and he's not the first Superman. Yeah, George. To, uh, yeah, George Reeves. Reeve. Reeve. Yeah. Uh, he, it's just weird. He was injured as well. He was shot. So yeah, he he was he's and, dead. And, <laughs> he got murdered. He got that, murdered. That, Tom. That's an injury. <laughs> it was more than the murder. It was more than an and, injury. And uh, I think another super, guy that played Superman also died. Um, so that's like another one of Brandon's those weird. Brandon Ralph's career. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's fair. It died. Yeah, he was in that one movie that I really liked, where he was like a zombie or something. He was in. Uh, or his friend was a zombie. He's on Green Arrow now, or was. Oh yeah, because he plays uh, Adam. Yeah. Isn't he getting his own show? Nope. Okay. Never will. Because <laughs> his career's dead. And uh, another one... Oh, crap. What was it? I can't remember now. Another one was The Crow. Yeah. Um, there was a de- but that's really just because there was a death on the yeah, set of Brandon that. Lee mm-hmm. got shot. But other than that... By I mean, a prop gun. Because it had a sliver yep. of, a bu- of a real bullet in there. That's a terrible way to go out, man. You're and, thinking everything's all right. And then you shoot yourself, and then you're just like, well, "Come on, man!" Well, he didn't. He didn't shoot himself. I he mean, he didn't shoot himself, but he got shot. And like, they actually had to use like CGI to like put his yep. face on and stuff like the that, and there's some CGI. scenes, and uh, a lot of the a lot of it was done filming though. So. My last words would have been, "Come on, man!" This gun. Oh yeah. <laughs> they. 
R.I.P. Just a lot of. De- First off, yeah, The Omen. There's no way I would have finished that movie. What, just, at what point do you stop? Is it the plane getting struck by lightning? Is first it, two planes. Is it the car crash that with all those really weird details? First two. Is planes. it the bombing of the hotel and then the restaurant? First two planes. If I was director, I'm jumping on another movie. They can have somebody else do it, and then after that, and then Richard Donner still had a good career. He did Superman. He did the Goonies afterwards. Like he didn't do the Goonies, did yeah, he? Really? He did the Goonies. Are he you? did. Hold on. He did the Goonies and Lethal Weapon. Are you serious? He directed them and Scrooged. He directed that. Yes. Though? Dang. Yes, so he had, like, a lot of stuff that still happened. Like, I don't know why he just didn't, like, run off and just do something. He did. He directed the—oh, no, he, produ- he produced the Lost Boys. Like, he did a lot. Like, Richard Donner has a list. A list. I mean, he also produced X-Men Origins Wolverine, but that's a side note. What do you got against X-Men Origins Wolverine? Is it the fact that it's a horrible film? <laughs> okay, fun story. It's fun. The it's first good, time though. I saw that movie was on bootleg before it came out. Wow, you're incriminating yourself. I saw I it three weeks before it came out. I'm sorry, dude. It was three weeks before it came out because it got leaked somehow. And you're like, thank God I didn't pay a ticket for that. Thank God. Because, okay, some reason back when that movie came out, let's put ourselves back in... 2009? 2009. Yeah, 2009. And back in 2009... Somehow, like, a a copy of that movie got released, and everyone got it, like, like at least a month before it came out. And like, you could tell it was a month before it came out because it wasn't, like, completely finished. Really? Like, there's a scene where they cut to, like, the giant, like, where Wolverine fights Deadpool without a mouth. Oh, yeah. I mean, with it, yeah, no mouth. And that was all CGI'd, it was, but it was still, like, it was the white <laughs> where they're supposed to put color in. Really? Yeah, and then when there's a scene where Ryan Reynolds does like a backflip, you can see this like the chords. <laughs> that make that would make a bad movie even worse. It was worse. I don't know. I still love the X Men movies. Whenever I, I say, whenever I like a movie that I recognize is bad, I just say it's fun. No, nope. it's fun. It's not fun at all. I just I remove myself and go. This is obviously terrible, but I it's like, fun. I like two of all of them, maybe three. You just gotta appreciate Hugh Jackman. <sighs> That's not enough. Really? He was not enough to make me sit through Jennifer Lawrence snoring through a movie. She was not in Origins, was she? She wasn't in Origins, but she's been in the other ones. Which one? She wasn't in two, or she wasn't no, in three. No, she that wasn't was in bad, the first ones. One. Three is bad. She was in First Class. She was in First Class is good. great. Matthew Vaughn. The uh, second one, Days of Future, Future Past, Past is good. Okay. The third one is not. I haven't seen it still, and I everyone says that. So and it's not won't. good because she snoozes. Through. She deserves a Razzie, and she's getting one. On Jennifer a side Lawrence? note, yeah, she got Damn. a Razzie. And you deserve it, Jennifer. Drop out of it. Let somebody else get in there and play Mystique. <laughs> I don't want to see you anymore as Mystique. So, any other final thoughts about cursed movies? Uh, this is why I wouldn't make a horror film if I made a film. Dude, I want That's my go-to. I really want to make a horror film. I would not make a horror film because, you know, I don't know. I think horror is the easiest genre to make a horrible film in. Um, so I think that it's the too. hardest one to make a good film in, I in guess. the inverse. Rom-coms, too. And I think that when a horror movie is executed greatly, it's like they become instant classics. No, dude, I, I wouldn't want you to make a horror movie because then you'd die faster than Netflix Club. Yep, I said that. 
He's going to have to sleep with that at night now. I guess this is a good time to make the announcement. Uh, Netflix Club 2 is going to be never coming back. <laughs> it's never coming back. <laughs> it will never be a Netflix Club. Listen to Netflix Club, though, people. We had our run. There's a top Some 10. I, right now, there's a top 10 episode about... No. There's a movie about... There's an episode about musicals. Sing Street. Yep, I It wasn't listen. about musicals. It was in... In it. Was it about musicals? Yep, I listened to the episode more than anybody else can say, including Tom. I, I you're right, because I didn't. <laughs> here's the thing. You're right there. <laughs> so I didn't watch a lot of Netflix. I didn't listen to a lot of that because I just didn't. I don't yeah, know. No, yeah. So yeah, that yeah. I don't have an excuse. What a hey, what listen a, to podcast fifty one. It's my favorite podcast. Yeah, listen to podcast fifty one. Yep, listen to podcast fifty one. Sponsor me, Aldi, and now, hold on, I got to do the rest of the plugs. He has to do the plugs. We have plugs. Let me get back to my document. So you are listening to this somehow, but other ways you can listen to it are SoundCloud under soundcloudcom cm life iTunes under Central Michigan Life Podcast. The Central Michigan Life website, which is cm-life.com slash multimedia slash audio. We post new episodes on our Twitter, which is at the podcast 51 And also we, we do links in the bio. We do promotion for it. on uh, We do some questions on our story, that kind of thing, on our Instagram, which is just at podcast51. It's a pretty good Instagram. Uh, yeah, it is. I think I've been doing a good job. Yeah, Instagram is really confusing. I don't like it, but yeah. The polls are good interaction. They I are. Think. Yeah, they're cool. Um, but yeah, we don't know what the next episode is going to be at this point. Nope. We'll figure it out. We so will. that will be on our Twitter It'll as be well. There. So stay tuned. That'll come out though on Friday. We have new episodes every single Friday. Yep. And we'll find out, and we'll let you all know. We probably won't. <laughs> no, I will. No, I yeah, Tom will, because I'm definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> I don't use that Twitter. All right. Thank you for listening. Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, stay, stay creepy. Oh my no. god! <laughs> I'm sorry. Did you forget it? Stay spooky. Stay curious and stay awesome. I love you. Sponsor me, Aldi. Have a great week and stay, stay a chip. Fire up. <laughs>